Information is the most powerful thing you will ever get. Uh, I, I think that we all have greatness in us. And I think that most people don't know how to be an advocate for their life. You're listening to the Almond Gunner Experience Podcast, powered by Astoria. Right now, I think it's important to deal with, with failure just because um, when I think of it, I, I think of two things. I think of ideas and I think of success. And, and most people are like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, coach. <laughs> How, when you think about failure, you think about ideas? Um, because when you fail, that's when you get to be creative, right? You really get to access what happened. How did it happen? And now your ideas is going to make the difference. The ideas that you, you, you put back into the things that caused you to fail, how creative you are, that's what's going to determine whether you move on or not, right? Which leads you to the second word, success. You can't be successful if you're not willing to fail. Like if, if, if you're able to set goals and then hit those goals and there was no failure involved, then you didn't set a big enough goal. You, you're playing it safe. You're trying to be comfortable. You, you don't really want to risk. Uh, so for me, you know, failure is all about ideas and being successful. I mean, it's an exciting word. Like, I think it's a very exciting word. If you're failing, that means, wow, what, what opportunity. You're growing. You're stretching. You're really trying to get out there and get something. Um, and, and, you know, it's like I tell my kids, most days I fail more than once. <laughs> I probably fail two or three times a day. Um, just simply because I'm pushing, I'm pushing. You know, I, you know, we we actually kicked off 2021 with the word abundance, and and I think if if you're gonna kick off the year with that, and you're gonna truly live, you know, to abundant lifestyle, uh, failure is a part of it. It's like a cake, baby. It's baked in, but you should embrace it. A lot of times when we think of failure, we are resistant to that concept. But I had a high school football coach who broke that early. Craig Howard, he mm-hmm. said, every person fails at least 10 times a day. No doubt. And he, and he would use that to prepare us and recognize that, first of all, failure is it's an inside job. You've got to figure out if you're failing based on other people's expectations or, what, or the expectations that you've set. Exactly. But also exactly. how you come back from those failures, how mm-hmm. you respond to them is, mm-hmm. is really what's interesting. And... and you know, so I learned that I'm probably 16, 17 years old, and uh, and I start to to recognize that when I come into a challenge uh, where I feel like I have let somebody down or let myself down, mm-hmm. I get an opportunity to respond to that. It's an opportunity, like you said. Well, I think that I think that's very spot on. You know, one of the tools that you know we we have for for our listeners today is is that anytime you fail, I really think you have to research yourself. You have to look within yourself. And, and that's what Coach Howard's saying, right? You have all these variables that are pushing against you. And so sometimes you fail. It may be because of those variables. Other times it may be because you just didn't do what you need to do. And I think you have to be willing to research yourself, right? Because some people fail and then they take that, put in some creative ideas and grow from it and move on. And other people fail and then they quit. So, so I think it's important to decide which person are you? Which, which one are you? You know, when, when, when you fail, when things get hard, are you the person that quit? Or are you the person that used the creative ideas that really stand in there and, and, and look at what went wrong, how it went wrong, and then do something about it? That's important.
One of the questions I think we can ask ourselves too is, what are you willing to fail at? Whew. What are you willing to fail at? And what and and so you can look at that two ways. One, I'm okay with this not working out because that's not my highest priority. Mm-hmm. Uh, or two, I'm willing to fail at it. In other words, I will put my life on the line for it because it's that important to me. Well, it's one of those things where, you know, my grandfather used to say, you know, when you're talking about being successful, one of the things that he would say is, what are you willing to give up? And I think that's the way you have to look at it. Anytime that you're chasing dreams, anytime that you're going big, you have to make a decision. What are you willing to give up? Because again, if you're willing to give up those things, you're not failing. You know what I mean? If, if you're willing to risk that big, you're not failing. Because you're simply saying, I'm making decisions based on the information I have right now. And so if it doesn't work out, I have additional information. So now I'm able to take that, pour it back into the formula, and let's keep moving. But I think it's very important to decide, you know, what are you willing to give up? That's what life's all about, you know. Uh, do you, you know, Malcolm X said, if you believe in something, you should believe in it enough to die for it. See, that's real belief. If you're going to believe in something, do you believe in it enough to die for it? See, that, that's two total different things. You'll get a lot of people talking about how they believe, but, mm, but only to a certain extent. Um, but I think to be successful, you know, we, we talk all the time where I tell you, man, look, I'm already dead. And you can't kill a person who's already dead. So I get to play differently. I get to risk every day and love it. It's fine. I'm okay with it because I've decided what I'm willing to give up. And you're not living for someone else's expectations. Can't do it. Or standards. No. Or way of doing things. You're okay with that. I've decided to control what I can control, which is me. Yeah. You know, you know we, we talked a couple of weeks about, ago about disappointment. I mean, people are disappointed when they have this list that they expect other people to live up to. Mm-hmm. My expectations are in me. What, what am I doing? You know, is my effort there? What do my attitude look like? What's my behavior? You know, a- am I leading with my life? See, all of those things, I get to control. So and as long as I'm doing those things, man, I never fail. I'm like Nelson Mandela. You know, I have to win or I learn. So for me, it's every single day I'm going to risk. For our listeners, as you join us for these podcasts, one of the skills that Allman is teaching us is one of his, one of his techniques is go behind the words. Oh. And I think, you know, as you look at the podcast and you look at all the different topics, take all these words and now they're a part of your toolkit because now you have a, a new way of looking at those words or you've stripped off some of the negative connotations with these words and now you have the ability to use them like a hot knife through butter well i mean you know we had a suggestion from one of our listeners who said hey listen you should come up with your dick with your own dictionary like we we should have an age nation dictionary And, and i was like you know what you're absolutely right because what i believe is we get to create our own language we we get to decide how we want to talk to ourselves right so i can take any word and decide what what that means and how how does it you know what does it do to my life it's like reading poetry you know one of the things that you know most of our listeners uh understand is because they follow me on twitter right so every day i usually put out quotes 
And, and the reason that I do that is because it's not just for the sake of putting out a quote. It's you got to have the ability to read that and then say, okay, how does that fit into my life? What does that really mean to me? It's, it's all about interpretation. When we learn how to go behind the words and really decide what they mean to us, that's the real power. That is the real power. That's how you expand. When you expand your vocabulary, man, you expand your knowledge base far beyond anything you can imagine. I mean, because communication is everything. So the greater my vocabulary, the greater my ability to be able to, to comprehend and interpret things, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to be a problem. When you sit down and talking to me, I'm going to be a real problem. So failure becomes a word that we can use to advance our abilities within the game of life. No right? doubt about it. The game of life, not, not literally anybody other, any other way of looking at it than... I get to write my own story, I get to be an advocate for my life, and that's about winning. Well, and you know what's so crazy about this, you know, when you were saying that, here's what I was thinking of, little brother. When you fail and then you fight back through it, it makes for a better story. It makes for a better story because you're leading with your life. People can look at you and go, wait a minute, okay, he's successful or she's successful, but wow, they went through some stuff. They failed a lot. There was some real adversity, but they didn't quit. It just makes for a better story, man. I mean, that, that, that's the way I look at it in the game of life, is that, matter of fact, here's what I would challenge our listeners to do. Every day, you ought to ask yourself, did I fail today? What, what, what did I fail at today? Because if you go into bed and you can honestly say you didn't fail at something, you wasted a day. You didn't risk. You didn't roll the dice. You didn't go at it. You didn't really try to grow exponentially. That's the power of failure. For our listeners, how do you define winning in the game of life? For me, you know, I, I, I get that question a lot because they're like, you know, coach, you know, so what's winning to you? Do I have a positive attitude? I exhibit good behavior, meaning using all the tools that I had to make the best decisions that I could, and that I give effort every day. Now, if I do those three things, those are the variables that I get to control. So I either controlled them and did what I needed to, or I didn't. So we just got out of March Madness. Yes. You got all these teams that, that you know, now we're in April, yeah. and there's one standing. Yeah. All those teams have a decision, all those players have a decision, all the coaches have a decision, the programs have a decision, to look in the mirror now and answer that question. Exactly. And I'm going to tell you what's crazy. You know, you've been an athlete. We, we played at the highest levels. I mean, let's be real here. You know that when you look in the mirror and you ask yourself those three things, you know whether you really did them or not. So there's going to be some players who said, man, I, I could have made that play. I should have took that charge. I, I probably should have took a higher percentage. There's going to be some players beating themselves up. That's, you know, that's one of the things we talk about. Look, you have to, to take responsibility, but it has to be reasonable responsibility, right? So I take responsibility of the things that I mess up, but within reason. I'm not going to beat myself up to the point to where I can't come back from it, right? So that's why I always focus on my attitude, my behavior, my effort. If those things was there, 
If I come up short, oh, I can fix that. But if those things aren't where they need to be, well, I don't know if I came up short because I didn't give the effort or I had a bad attitude or I didn't make the right decisions or, you know, they, they outplayed me. So control what you can control. And, and back to our conflict podcast where you talk about the, the true conflict, conflict is be, between your destiny and what other, pe- other people say you should do. That's it. Right? So as a, I, you know, I think of young people, I think of, I mean, it, it spans all ages, but young people have a lot of pressure. Oh. They get pressure from every angle. Yes. Right? And I think that there's a tension between what they can do what they want to do, right. what other people say they should do. Right. So you have so much potential, so much capacity right. in young people. And listen, there's amazing opportunities right now to, to live big, to go big, to try new things, right. to explore new things, right. to have great adventures. You have way more access than right. you may have had in the past and access to information, access to opportunities. So there's way more choices seemingly, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or, or an awareness of right. opportunities and choices. Right. So... It's for a young person, you're sitting there saying, okay, I want to explore this aspect of my personality. I want to try something new, but I also don't want to risk it all and lose what, uh, you know, what could be out there. In other words, there's that, that fear factor that plays into failure. And so when you're faced with those decisions, what are some ways that you navigate that? Here's, I think, the biggest thing that, that as a young person... Um, you need to do, and I think as leaders, we need to help them do a better job with it, right? Number one, uh, you and I, you know, we have kids, you know, you and I are in fantastic relationships, right? You and I both know there's decisions that we make now that there's some other people that, hey, we, we got to look out for them, right? Because we have those responsibilities. When you're young and you don't have those things, what greater chance? I mean, what, what, what better moment? I always say for a kid who's 16, 17, 18, fail fast now. Because if you do, mom and dad can catch you. Like right now, we, we, we got coaches, you know, if, you, if you're playing sport, you got coaches that can put their arms around. Like this is the time. This is your moment. The moment isn't when you feel like now I'm out on my own. I'm 23. I'm 24. I, you know, I, I, I want to roll the dice, but I don't know. I've never rolled the dice. Man, it's tough because then as a parent, when your kid's in their 20s, believe it or not, all you can give them is advice. You can't buy this game of life, no matter how much money you have. So on the one hand, you know, if you're a kid, you, you, may, you may have fear, right? But you remember, that's what people try to get you with, fear and guilt. And that is the internal conflict. The internal conflict every day is live out my destiny or play it safe which one do you want to be it's kind of like my grandfather asked me the question one time son do you know where the richest place in the world is and of course i'm naming saudi arabia and all this stuff he said no the richest place is the graveyard there's there's a lot of people that took a lot of dreams in there never done anything with them all the talent in the world never done anything with it because of fear because of guilt So as a young person, here's what I say. You have to be comfortable being authentic. Roll the dice. And as leaders, we need to be comfortable in developing young people. 
It's called development. Create a foundation. Drive the bedrock deep. You know, things like being responsible and accountable and respectful and committed and sacrificing. Help them to understand what those things really mean. That's how you help young people take greater risks and get greater reward. So that's a tight checklist right there. I know, and I know it's not comprehensive, but when you talk about accountability, commitment, responsibility, those, those things don't often get taught because we don't want to make people uncomfortable. But, but I'm going to go back to your message here. Embrace your failures. Yes. Embrace them. And so when you experience failure, reflect upon it, right? Yes. But, but don't stay there. Look, if you're driving in your car and you constantly look in the rearview mirror, chances are you're going to crash, right? So when you fail, it's important to reflect on those failures. It's important to extract the things that went wrong, but extract the things that went right. It's important to be creative and come up with those ideas of how you move forward. You can't stay in the hole. So in other words, if you're digging a hole, put the shovel down. Reflect on what, put the shovel down so you can reflect and decide, okay, what, what, what do I need to do in order to move forward, in order to cover up this hole, in order to get out of this hole? So what about when your failure affects other people negatively and you know that? Where you're causing more harm than good in a relationship or, uh, you know, in any connection. Well, I think that's, that's where I went back to, you know, taking reasonable responsibility. I think you have to own it. I mean, it's okay to fail and it's okay if that failure inadvertently hurts some people. Uh, if that failure caused some people to go through some pain that you, that you didn't really want. Oh, just own it. That's, a, that's interesting. So you actually... You started with it's okay. Yeah. You know, I think that's that's a that's something people don't move forward because they're afraid to hurt somebody. Listen, this game called life, can you point out anybody that's ever gotten through this game unscathed? Can you can you point out anybody who hasn't been hurt, who hasn't been disappointed? Dude, listen, you know, we talk about it all the time, you know. God's word ain't no hustle. I mean, let's be real now. JC got it all right. That's an important one right now. He, he, that, he, that's an important he, one right he, now. He coach. got it all right. Because that guilt, that guilt with that one. He he got it all right. And at the end, what did he do? Yep. So so we we gotta stop thinking that we're better than that. Mm. You gotta understand that sometimes you're gonna make decisions that aren't popular. Sometimes the ball is going to bounce the other way. It doesn't mean you want it to bounce that way, but it did. And if it does, own it. Own it. Just take the reasonable responsibility for it. And then figure out how, how do we move forward? How do we grow from this? But what you got to be careful of now, don't you do the heavy lifting for other people. Mm. You, you get, you get, listen, people. Your, that goes back to your superpower. That's what I'm telling one, you. One of your superpowers. You, you got to know how to walk away now. Don't get stuck there. Hey, listen, Don't get dragged down. Listen, my papa say, mm -hmm. everybody got a shovel. So everybody get to shovel their own crap. And he didn't use the word crap. <laughs> I can't be shoveling yours. But owning it. Uh, owning Own it. it. That's, a, that's a word I've really been diving into lately. And, and one of the things I'm realizing is that that is a practice. Yes. That is a behavior. Yeah. That's yeah. a skill. That's a skill that you develop. developed. When you develop the ability to own things, you can take a lot more risks. 
you can help a lot more people. Think about how you can much be more free. The power to serve when you own stuff, you're really free. See, but that that goes back to my statement of I'm already dead. See, you can't kill a person who's already dead. So I'll go ahead and own whatever, because I'm already dead. It's okay. But I don't take on other people's stuff. I can't take ownership of your stuff. You know, it's like everyone knows who listens to my show. I have three kids. Love them to pieces. Love them to pieces. But they're adults now. All I can do is give them advice. I can't own their stuff. Hey, my youngest son is 21. And you know, your nephew, he's getting ready to graduate from the University of Florida. And there's times that he's called me about stuff, and he's a funny kid. And I always say to him, man, I'm not here to pay for your dreams. All, all I can do is keep giving you this advice. You know, like he called me up the other day and said, hey, Dad, you know, I've been building cars like on this simulator, and I built this uh, M4 BMW. It was only $79,000. Okay, well, you keep building it. I, I don't know why you told me that, I mean, but okay. Ain't like I'm going to write the check for it. And I knew he knew that. But I'm saying learn to own your stuff. But, man, don't do the heavy lifting for other people. Make them own up to it. Well, I, you know, I think of when you tell that story, I think of fatherhood. And I think of how misunderstood fathers are. Because a lot of times, like if I were to guess, right. people at times become intimidated by Almond Gunner, the Almond Gunner experience. No, like, no not, doubt about not, it. Not <laughs> always making people comfortable. And that's been my experience. Right. I, a lot of times people just, I make people uncomfortable. And, 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 the, and the interesting part about that is it's almost always coming from a place of helping other people maximize their potential, but often misunderstood to be judgment or... Right. Right. Anger right. or frustration or or aggressive behavior and talk to me about baby that, bro you are so on. spot on but this is where I go listen if if you're feeling uncomfortable or you're feeling that I'm intimidating right then research yourself ask yourself why do I feel like why does what he say right now make me feel this way I mean listen I. I experienced it with my father and my grandfather. I mean, I've had some mentors where you, you get, but I, I'm okay with asking the question of why, why do I feel it? Why does that make me feel that way? But, oh, on a daily basis, I'm misunderstood that way because they're like, coach, you, you just, you just, you just straight. But, but if I'm straightforward with you, if you ask me for the question and you've heard me tell, look, don't ask me the question if you don't want to know the answer. So if I'm straightforward with you, the way I see it is, I'm trying to cut into your learning curve. I'm just, you know, there, there's a hole that's six foot deep, and it's about 12 feet in front of us right now, and I'm just trying to keep you involved in it. But it goes back to own what you can. Like, like all I can do is give you the information. Then I have this ability within me. Hey, I walk away. I'm okay with it. And a lot of people are not comfortable doing that. They're not, you know, a lot of people feel obligated to try to give people the best advice, but do it in a way where the person's going to be comfortable. Now, let me ask you this question, baby bro. Have you ever grown exponentially being comfortable? Or have you grown out of, oh boy, <laughs> there's some conflict right now. As the sirens go by. Yes. Yeah. Well, see, when I see that right there, when I see that ambulance go by, 
Now, most people say, oh, man, somebody hurt. What I see is somebody getting help. Mm-hmm. See, it's all in the way you look at these things. Mm-hmm. That's help coming. That's help. And we have to now, in my opinion, just be, be open. Be open to these possibilities to understand that, that failure is a good thing. Mm-hmm. That's something you should actually strive for if you're going to succeed. Well, I think... Uh, People need to know that there is help yes. at times, and there's yes. nothing wrong with that as well. Just just recognizing that there is help, that you have support. You lean into that. Recognize that you have that support because, you know, uh, one of your notes, one of the things you've commented is, don't feel threatened by failure. And I'm and I, people are different. Each person has their own approach to stress right. and conflict, right. and some people do respond better when they know they have that support in place and then you grow together you grow right. a community well it, it, you know when you, when you were saying that you know one of the things that I started to reflect on again is we go back to how we started this year we started this year about community right so the whole object of getting people to understand community and to lean into community is to realize that you're not alone like when you fail the beautiful thing about failure is it's not fatal it, it, it's not the end all. It doesn't have to be the end. To me, it's the beginning. It's the beginning of, of, of an opportunity to see what's your resiliency. How resilient are you? How persistent are you right now? Because there's there's been something that didn't go your way. And you have to have those people in your life that are mentors, that are leaders, that do tell it to you straight. And that you're okay leaning into you know they're not going to be judgmental. You know they, they love you unconditionally, right? When people can feel that and know that to be true, they take greater risks, we get greater award, rewards, and people serve more people. That's the goal. That, that should be the goal of every single person that walks the, the planet. Yeah, we put so much pressure on ourselves to always be on. Yes. 24-7, yes. got to be on. Yes. And we got to give ourselves permission to flip the switch off and, and recognize that, that life pulsates. You go through these undulations, the ebbs and flows. Yes. You look at nature. I mean, it doesn't matter where you are in the world. Night, nighttime's coming. Nighttime's coming, and the, the lights are going rise. out. That's right, and the sun going to rise tomorrow, right? It's a part of the process. As my mother would say, the sun always comes up tomorrow. That is a part of the process. And I think that, you know, we talk a lot on the show about harmony. I mean, that's what I think we, we all need to understand, that life's about harmony. It's about finding these sweet spots. Because if you play this game, there's going to be some lows. I'll give you a great, you know, here's a great example. You know, yesterday was April 6th. Well, it's my father's birthday. He would have been 78 years old. So all day, man, I carried that around. I mean, it was kind of like, you know, it's my pops. And there was even a point in the day where I put on a little Sam Cooke, A Change's Gonna Come, his favorite song. And that was like, oh, right? But I still went on. I still went out there and did what I had to do. I still challenged myself. I still tried to serve. You know, one of the greatest compliments I've ever had was uh, I gotten from, you know, calling my brother, Wendell Peckerhead, and... He came to see me speak, and I'm, I'm speaking, I'm on stage with this, this big group, you know, 
a big corporate group. And, and so afterwards, someone came up to him and said, hey, man, your brother, man, good Lord, does he ever have a bad day? Like, is he ever not on? And here's what he said. He said, you know, my brother has problems just like everyone else. But it's just that his lows are higher than most people's highs, so you don't know. See, that's how you want to live your life. When at your lowest moment, you still hire the 99.9% of the people. That's how we want to play this game, bro. It's like when I work with student athletes, when we're trying to get faster and quicker and stronger. Look, man, on, on our worst day, we're going to be better than they are on their best day. That's how this game should be played. That's the type of enthusiasm and passion, right, that we should try to bring to the game every day. That's evolution. That's progress. That's that's elevating the game of life. That's that's helping others yes. elevate their game and making you know small wins. You know, I, th I go back to when we were talking about are you failing? Are you failing? Asking the question. It goes back to gratitude too. It's it's like Ooh. if you can be grateful, it's easier to embrace your failures when you're walking in gratitude. Listen, you know, you know, I always tell you, baby bro, I'm on go. Just gonna be grateful and obedient. I'm just gonna live life being grateful and obedient. When you can be grateful for the small things, man, then life's beautiful. You know, I wake up, listen, I thank God for my problems because there's some people with some problems, brother, you just don't want. So I'm grateful for, for the obstacles you put in the way. I'm grateful for the things that I have to deal with. Because there's some stuff I, I, I just don't want. And, and so we, 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 I go back to when you just was talking about, you know, kids and how do we get kids to take this risk and all these things. I would start with helping kids to understand the word grateful. Because there's a lot of kids out here who think their life is so bad. I'm going, whoa, well, you, don't, you, you really don't know bad. You know what I mean? Like, like you really don't know hard times. So if we can help people to really understand and, and know what it is to be grateful, that to me is a, a key cornerstone into moving people forward. Yeah, it, it offers a, a map or a guide when you think about what has been overcome, the examples that you have before you. Yes. And, and follow their lead and, and fellowship with that lineage. It's about being able to connect those dots and really lean into the learning curve because of all the things that they had to endure before. Think about it. If we can just pick up the baton from where it is and not duplicate those mistakes, not keep doing that rework, think about how much further down the road we can pass this thing every generation. Who's our MVP for failure, Coach? Well, you know, we, we can... Why don't we just go old school, man? Let, let's, go, let's, let's go old school. Let's go Thomas Edison. Mm. Let's go old school. I mean, you talk about failing. I mean, you know what I mean? You, you talk about having to figure out how to be persistent, how to stay at some stuff, how to work through some stuff. He's a, he's a great example. Well, because he never lost doubt. See, he never let that doubt get into his head. Like he, He's like, no, mm -mm. 
that didn't work, but I learned. It gave me additional information. It's what we're talking about. That's the real power. He, he is a great example when I think about taking failure and looking at it as ideas and success. Like, no, nah, I'll be more creative now. I got some more ideas. That wasn't my last idea. That, that wasn't the last thing I had floating in my head. I can still hit my success marker. I mean, it's, it's, it's a great example of when we talk about being creative and in the end, serving people. Think about the number of people being served right now because his persistence, resilience, willing to, to battle through some stuff, to fight back. And then, you know, we have to ask ourselves, do we have that kind of drive, man? Do you have that kind of passion? Because to me, that kind of passion, um, if, if, if I'm thinking about them and really trying to be in that moment, the thing that would drive me to be able to work that hard and stay that persistent would be my desire to serve people. Think about that. Because it wasn't for him. He, I mean, he, you know, he, he good. But it was like, if I can get this right, Think about all the people I can serve. I can change the world. See, that's how you change the world, man. And, and clarity, right? Yeah. Clar clarity of purpose, not allowing outside influences to prevent you from mm. fulfilling your destiny no. if you know that it, ultimately that destiny is going to serve people. So, you, so it's phenomenal pick because it's like, okay, Obviously, failure upon failure upon failure. And, and the greats of all time, when you think of all their failures. And, and, uh, and totally being comfortable with it. Yeah. See, I think, you know, yeah. when, you, when you think about, you know, Booker T. Washington and, and Carter G. Woodson and all these guys, dude, the amount of failure that they suffered, right? You know what else, though, I wonder is, is I don't think they sat there thinking, this is one of your just... And almanism goes in the dictionary, the, the what if, right? right? So it's like so many people think, what if I don't get this right? I don't think Edison was sitting no. there going, what if I don't no. get this right? It's, well, <laughs> you know, it, it's crazy because, you know, you've heard me, you've heard me say this. Like, like I'd be in corporate talks and, and, and I'm talking about, you know, how to move a corporation forward, how to be successful, how to make their products do what they do, right? <laughs> and I always say, look. Don't worry about if you get it wrong. I mean, that, that's the least of your concerns. If you fail, that is the least of your concern. Because guess what? Most people expect you to fail. I mean, think about in your personal life. When you're trying to do something, most people expect you to fail. And you're going to do one of two things. You're either going to take on that failure, try to turn around and turn into a win, or you're going to quit, right? What I always say, what you need to be worried about is, what if you get it right? What if you're really as good as you think you are? What if, if I'm Edison? What if I really what if I really light up the world? So don't worry about if you get it wrong. Man, you need to worry about what if I get it right? Because nothing fails like success. See, because remember now, people want to see you do well, but not better than them. So you mess around and hit this thing hard. Now they're going to spend the rest of their life trying to prove that you are a fluke. You are a one-hit wonder. And you told us earlier to, to make an effort to find out why things went the way they did. So it, I, I think of go big or go home. 
go big or go home. Risk big, and 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 if and if you fail, take that moment to go home, <laughs> stay home, sit there in that moment, and learn and and grow and discover and that's it. I mean, how beautiful. Listen, I. My track coach, Larry Monts, man, I remember we, you'd be running the 400. You know, he's training us to run the 400. And he would say, Almond, it doesn't matter whether you go out fast or slow, it's still going to hurt the last 100 meters. So you may as well just go ahead and attack it. You, you may as well just try to get the 300 meters as fast as you can because I promise you, the last 100 meters of a 400, I don't care who running it. You could be a shot putter who's just out there running just to run. The last 100 meters of a 400, oh, it hurts. So you may as well go out there and get it. Go out there and get it. Roll those dice, baby. Go get it. Yeah. <laughs> You're making me have flashbacks of those 400s, man. Your, your legs are like cinder blocks, what? man. Your heart and lungs coming out of your man, chest. Look, man, look, the bear, he sits right on the corner. He sits right on right on the last turn. And he's got a refrigerator full of honey. Yeah. And he takes and sets it all right on your back. <laughs> he wants you to carry that last 100 meters. And it doesn't matter how many times you run no, it. No, it the bear's matter. there every time. He, he's there every time. He don't ever get tired. Mm. He's just sitting there waiting on you, saying, I got nothing but time. I'm here all day. I'll be here all week. But how great is it once you cross that line? Oh, it's great. And, and, and every time you have a personal record, every time you PR, you know that it's because of your effort, right? It's because you know that it's because my attitude was right. I've done some things right. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Control what you can control. The beautiful thing about track and field is practice doesn't count. Can you execute? So, so falling... Failing, yeah, it's an opportunity. Totally, it's an opportunity to get a new PR, to get a new, to get a new, you know, to stretch yourself, hey. to grow, to learn. Because last time I checked, we're not just flesh and blood. Nah, nah. Hey, I always say, man, you can't have a comeback without a setback. So a setback's good. I mean, embrace that. Let's go for it. So you know what I challenge? I'm telling you, I challenge every listener. Please ask yourself at the end of every day. Did I fail today? Did I fail? Did I risk it today? Did I grow today? Did I learn? Did I come up with new ideas? Ask yourself that. That man, if we, can you imagine if, if we can get this age nation, woo, and we know age nation, that's how they play. But imagine if we can create communities that's playing like that. That's saying, hey, did we fail today? Let's come up with some new ideas. How, how can we help these kids be better? How can we help these organizations be better? How can we help these businesses be better? Think about that. Whoo, brother, that'd be hot right there. That'd be real hot. You are serving it up right out of the oven. Put your oven mitts on. Almond Gunner experience, every day is game day. Yes, sir. I don't know, man. I don't know if we could get much hotter than that. I know you're going to turn up the heat next week. Yeah. Should we preview? We haven't previewed a word. Well, you know, I'm a preview well, coach. Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to preview the word right now. Next week, we ride with fatigue, man. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. Let, you heard it right here. So, so I want you to, to, to get real dialed in on what we were talking about today. I mean, I want you to dial right in on failure. But just know in the back of your mind, Fatigue coming at you. And 
think about where we are in the world right now with all that's going on. If I had a dollar for every time I heard somebody say, I'm just tired, I'm just, I just want to go back to this. I did. Really? Okay, but we're going to talk about it next week. Coach, we did exhaustion. Like, how are you going to go from hey, exhaustion hey, two, different words, two weeks later? Two, two, two different things, man. <laughs> two, different, two different things. See, I told you, man, this is a, we, we got to be willing to scratch people. Yeah, yeah. And See, go behind the words. That's right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. oh, I'm exhausted. Really? Are okay. you exhausted or are you fatigued? Two different things. It's two, two different things, brother. Uh, Age Nation, we appreciate you. Uh, you know, we love you. There's absolutely nothing you can do about it. And uh, next week, we'll be back doing what we do. Every day is game day. Gunner out. Give it to me. 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 Give it to me.